You're listening to Spin It, a spin on digital marketing. We are spinning the discussion about everything web, graphics, digital marketing, and much more. And we are here to help get your business's online presence back on track. Join the team as we spin it. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Spin It podcast. It's been a minute. Just just a little bit. <laughs> I look today and it's been like five weeks since we did a podcast. We're really, we really dropped the ball on this one. It's been a little crazy for us. <laughs> hey, but for those of you who are watching on video you look around, we're in a different space today. We now have a real legitimate podcast studio. Yeah, before we were just in a little tiny closet. Yeah, was, that's pretty <laughs> much, it was pretty much a closet. And uh, now we have a legit studio. I think it turned out great. Oh, yeah. We uh, have been working on this. So we started the last week. It was the week. So two weeks ago, we, we did this room and I started working on it on a Monday and on Thursday, I finished putting the room together. We got the foam tiles on the wall to help it sound nice. Got a new table. Got another mic set up. Got some pretty good chairs. Some, and uh, an on-air. Yes. I don't know if you can see it because of just the position of the camera. We got this fancy on-air light over there in purple because, you know, spin market and all that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, and, of course, we have our artwork on the wall some of the things we've done got my magazine over there some of Mackenzie's photos her uh coca-cola that was an art show piece wasn't it yes it was from 20 last year's art show I remember when you did that yeah that Uh, was for another class that was kind of an accidental piece (laughs) I'm gonna be honest I don't know how to explain it then we got that is from Abby uh I don't know when she did that but she did the the facial piece there. What and Caleb then, calls the green face. Yeah, that's my <laughs> nickname for when we were decorating the office. I had these like labels to label each one about what we were going to put where. And that was called green face. And then we have our um, very own Iowa Central Triton Marching Bands logo that Mackenzie did last year. This year, technically. Well, yeah, well, yeah technically last year for well, like so this year too. So it's, it's last year because we'll currently ahead. my portfolio class is doing that project right now. Oh, really? Yep. We're doing the Triton Marching Band logo project. That's so, funny. Um, yeah, we started that last week. We're working on it. Um, I don't have any concepts yet. <laughs> Let's just say I've been a little behind on other classwork, so that's not been my uh, top priority. <laughs> don't, the, don't, you didn't hear that, Jake. <laughs> See, the first year uh, I did, I was in marching band because that's how I got into doing that logo. I actually, our t-shirt design that we had it was a d- dinosaur because I think it was ja- Jurassic Park theme is what we had or something. I don't know. Okay. But it was a dinosaur on the back, but it was all made out of instruments. Gotcha. So it was fun stuff. Jeremy's pretty cool with coming up with random ideas. He has some pretty crazy ideas. <laughs> yeah. So we're supposed to work on that this uh, this week. I think it's due on the 28th. So we have a while to work on it because right now we've got in portfolio, side note, just so y'all know, I've got one month of school left. Four weeks, technically. 
And uh, we've got our semester-long project, Triton Marching Band, and our portfolio sites. That's all we've got left. It's pretty crazy. It, it's crazy, but, it, I mean, it stresses you out towards the last part. you got to make sure oh, you get on top of it. I'm honestly yeah. past the stress point for me because we just got done with our church conference, and I put in a lot of hours on that, and I had to stay up on school, and I didn't do a very good job. So I caught up on school this past week. I finally caught up on school. All I've got left is finals. I don't have this conference over my head anymore. And I'm like, okay, we're good now. I'm I'm passing all my classes still. Everything's good. We're going to make it to the end. So, um, yeah. So, welcome to the new studio. We haven't picked a name for it yet. but Studio. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the studio. We'll give you a real name for it eventually. I watch this podcast and, uh, or listen to technically, and they have the Bojangles studio. They're in the South. We got to come up with something. We got to find Bojangles. a... Hey, if you want to sponsor the Spin Market Studio, because that's what it is. Bojangles sponsored their studio. Hmm, if you want to okay. sponsor the Spin Market Studio, we will give you... We'll, we'll, maybe you can get naming rights to it for like... I don't know. If you, you want to get the name on the studio, you got to pay some good money. Yeah, we'll talk to Cheryl. She'll get you a price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, we've been really busy around here. It's been pretty crazy. I mean, that's part of the reason why we haven't been able to record. Uh, we've been running around. I feel like I've been running around crazy. And then yeah. the weeks that I have like a little bit of time, I had a really bad cold and there's no way we were going to be speaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, uh, I know I just finished a project with Dr. Gilbaugh, the founder of the Kalos Business Group, one of our clients. He, um, I just finished his website. He's got a new book out. So we got the online ordering finished. I got all the notifications for him squared away yesterday. And uh, yeah, he's also got his coaching sections on there. Got that set up. People can book appointments on there with him now. So that was good. The video, between the videos and the website, I probably put in a, like 100 hours in the last three months on that. Um, just That's just been my big project. And I might be more than that. I don't really know. But um, that's been my big thing. And so we're finally kind of rounding the corner on that and we got the setup done. Now we start blasting and bringing in, hopefully bringing in revenue for him. So, yeah, it's been pretty crazy for me. Uh, I feel like I've had a lot of projects, but also my brain just can't come up with anything. Uh, <laughs> but some of the ones that I can think of, uh, we are doing a giant entrepreneurial, uh, which I suck at saying that word, uh, conference, for Main Street Fort Dodge, and uh, they came up with the word Ignite. So I redid all of the their logo for it, which looks like a little matchstick for the eye, mm -hmm. and have been working on the whole branding concept for Ignite is what it's called. Um, so that's been a big project. Uh, We're still wrapping up CFG, Central Financial Group. That's been one that's been ongoing yeah. for a, a while. Our We've launched the website now. Yeah, the website is live, but or I mean websites technically. It's multiple websites in one. Um, but uh, um, anyway, so then we just did a podcast for them. Yes, and part of the reason we got a real studio was because, you know, if we were going to bring in clients, we didn't want to stick them in a closet. So we turned to... Uh, what we were thinking about making like a, either a creative space or a office, we turned it into a studio. And I think it turned out great. We'll just turn our closet into our little creative space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Central Financial, 
How to Money with Cole and Cole. I'll give them a little shout out because they gave us shout outs in there. So we'll we'll tell you about the ones we're doing with them. Uh, their first episode came out on April 5th, I believe it was. Uh, and then their next, it'll be every two weeks, I believe is what we're going to be doing. But I'm super excited about that. I get to, I get to kind of do the podcasting for anybody who does our, who's a part of our group um, that does podcasts through us. Kind of like the moderator. <laughs> yeah. Is what we'll call him. <laughs> um, and uh, so that's been fun. Editing took, editing was probably the hardest part about it. The first day took us, we were there for about three hours, sitting, recording, intros, outros. We did two episodes, so I think our next session with them is coming up here in about a week, so I'm looking forward to that for sure. Um, and uh, it's fun to get to have people come in and see just all the work we've done. Of course, the remodel's now finished. We got the flooring finished completely. Um, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to finally have people come and see every all the hard work we've done. Because it took a long time, but now that it's done, it looks super nice, and we've gotten nothing but compliments from it. So Yeah, if you uh, if you need a, something from us, come see us, because yeah. we have a nice office now. Yeah, why not? <laughs> come check it out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're talking podcast. If you want to do a podcast through us, now I will say this, not every business needs a podcast, but... If you your business falls underneath the podcast and you don't want to do all the work and you just want to come in and record and then leave it alone, we can do it for you. I can work on it. It's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed doing it. I've learned a lot and uh, I'm ready to help as many people as I can with all the podcasting. So on this week's episode, we're talking about websites. websites. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. I've been wanting to use our sound effects for since we started doing this, finally get to do it. I think we're in episode six. So yeah. actually, funny enough, just a quick insert. Sorry, I know we're trying to talk about websites, but I almost got to use a sound effect during the CFG one. I almost got to use my favorite button <laughs> <laughs> because he like did it. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it was funny, but he did it before we started recording. So it was fine. Oh, gosh. Anyway. So talking we about websites. I'm talking about da, 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 websites. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I'm titling this because I think it's funny. Uh, not all websites are created equal. Yes. And all humans are, but not all websites are. <laughs> okay. Anyways, <laughs> so going back to that, we uh, when it comes to websites, not every website um, fits your business. So. Uh, every website kind of is based off of it has its own purpose. Uh, so there's many different types of websites. A few of them that we generally use are landing pages, uh, which are pretty much a one page website that displays all the information right there. Sometimes it's usually to say, hey, this is coming soon. Um, or, you know, maybe there's an event that you're going that it's coming up and you're you need to advertise for it. It's not going to need a lot of information. So you're de definitely going to focus more mm -hmm. on one page. Um, so that's where landing pages definitely come in handy. I just had a website that I changed from a landing page to an actual website because, like you said, coming soon, he was like, well, I need a website. But at that point, we didn't really have much content. Now we've got the content and we know what his business direction is and so we actually turned it into a real website yeah so definitely if you um even if you're starting out with a website 
a landing page is a good way to go. I mean, it's simple. It gets your point across, gets the information on. And then as your business evolves and uh, grows, you can add more pages and continue to change your website to your business. Mm -hmm. Let your website grow with your business, I guess. The second type is a business website. (laughs) Spin Market would... Spin Market's website is a business website. Like if you go on there, there's information about on a business website. Usually there is the homepage. There's the about page, which is, and there might be a sub page under about might be our team. I know on um, Spin Markets, that's what it is. We've got pictures of all of our um, employees at Spin Market. Um, There might be a contact page. There might be a, for Spin Market, there's one that's portfolio. See some of our work. There is um, maybe a blog page, uh, different things on there. Our podcast is linked to our website, stuff that would apply to your business. So like, okay, a woodworking business might have pictures of their work. And definitely uh, also contact pages. I don't know if you said that. But I did. Okay. Uh, I yeah. thought I missed it. And all. So we're just going to read. Yeah. Put that you one know, in there. <laughs> if it's, a, if it's a, a business that sells a product, which just kind of goes into our next one, our next type would be e-commerce. You know, you can have a business and an e-commerce site mixed together. An e-commerce site, you only sell stuff, but maybe you're a business that you sell stuff, but you want to have all this other information. You have a page that's an e-commerce page. So and business like websites of, are very versatile. Yeah. Some of that could be, um, I think about the first, this is one that I've looked at recently. Um, there's a t-shirt company that, yeah, they do where, you know, they do printing services and all their stuff, but they also have pages for their clients um, that sells whatever product they've already made for this specific event or whatever it is that's coming up. Um, so they're also a business, but they also have the e-commerce involved yeah. in it. So I feel like business can also be, um, it's kind of like the generic thing, but there's also sub things that can be added to it, like the e-commerce. Informational. And, yeah. You know. And uh, the next one that we're talking about that can be added is personal websites. So um, one thing underneath that is blogs. Uh, we do blogs. Uh, it's actually... Not necessarily for people to actually read, uh, which kind of confuses people because you think, why would I want to blog on my website if nobody's going to read it? But, <laughs> yeah, the big but, <laughs> but <laughs> it is very important. And the reason is because it can improve your SEO and put you up on the top first Cer- page. First top. First listeners, search engine optimization is SEO. Yes. So, and that's a big thing of what we focus on here is improving our clients' SEOs so that way they can be number one on the first page of Google. Yep. Do We do everything we can to get you to the top. Yeah. So, you're like, oh, I don't read a blog. Yeah, you're right. You shouldn't. Like, most people don't read a blog. Yeah. So, why should I write it? Because it helps. Yeah, and I mean, we have clients that are, you know, fencing companies that are they are people really going to put in the time to read? Here's how you maintain your fence. Most likely you might already know it, but for the people that like, let's say they're looking up maintaining a fence and we have with the blogs, it's SEO'd in there and we use specific keywords throughout the blog. So that way, when you're looking up fence maintenance, and they see that you're within a certain distance from, I don't know, from Fort Dodge. We'll just go that. Uh, it'll pop up with our blog, the blog to the uh, website. And then so that way, hopefully they'll click on your website. 
you can actually be the one to help them and they'll actually be looking at your website. Yep. It all works together. It all makes sense. So really like, you know, and underneath personal, we had written down portfolios. That would be like for us to show our work. But really, if you think about it, every website is different, but it's not like a set in stone. If I have a portfolio website, I can only have this, this, and this. If I have a business website, I can only have this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. At, like we said, not your website, it, like not every website has the same purpose and not every website that is for your purpose is going to fit exactly the way according to this mold. There's different parts of each one. Like, you know, a landing page is mostly used for event information, but maybe you have an event, like you already have your business event, but instead of having a landing page, you just have like a page on your normal website. So that's one of those things where it's like, yes, there's these categories, but really they all work together and each website just needs to fit your needs more than anything. Yeah. And there's definitely more categories than we, what we have listed, um, yeah, we looked up a list beforehand and it, there was like 13 different yeah, options. These are the ones that like we see a lot of. Uh, yeah. I especially see have seen quite a few um, of these on multiple occasions. And I think the big thing about it is that um, generally everybody has a business website. And adding on to that, there's just multiple sub websites, like sub like what is a website type of thing, um, mm-hmm. like your blogs, like your uh your e-commerce and all that stuff that all come together into your website. So that's the kind of the cool thing about with websites is that you can tailor it to what your business is. Um, And yeah, the whole thing with like, kind of like with the blogs is that not everything or the, not the blogs, excuse me, the podcast is not everything. Not every business needs a podcast. Um, And that's kind of the same thing with websites is not every uh, website needs a specific thing that maybe another website has. It's mm-hmm. It all is dependent on what your business is. Yeah, and I would completely agree with that because if you try to fit the mold, it won't fit. It's like putting a circle in a square hole or put, or I guess it would be putting a square in a circle hole because technically <laughs> you can put a circle in a square yeah. hole if it's the right <laughs> size. Anyway, you get my point is like you can think, oh, this is the mold, but if I'm not molded to fit the hole, then it's not going to fit. Mm-hmm. You have to make what, fits your business, your website. Yeah. And so some of part of that um, is how your website looks. Um, that's a big thing for websites is there needs to be some type of uniformity in mm-hmm. your website. I'm going to use that word. And I mean, that kind of sounds a little bit like very plain when uniformity sounds like, but that's not what I mean. What I mean is that, um, like maybe the colors of your logo are blue and red and using those colors throughout your website, uh, it that's the uniformity. It kind of tailors everything together. So that way they're not going from one page that's red to the next page that's green. And like they mm-hmm. have no idea. It's almost like they're on five different websites throughout the whole website. And I would, I would agree with that. The one other thing I would say about the color thing is you want to make it your own, mm-hmm. you know, like make your colors match your logo, but make your logo stand out. What make you make yourself be different than everybody else without being like ridiculous and having this ugly setup. Cause I've seen someone that's like, yep, they make you look different, but I'm like, I'm not yeah. doing that. Stand out in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, I had somebody ask me one time about a website and they're like, Oh, I, I really like your website, this website you did. And uh, could we use that as a template? And in my head, I'm like, yes, but 
no. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we can use this as a template. And I mean, I could change the text and you could take it and be yours. Mm-hmm. But it's not yours then. You know, be your own website. Yeah. Uh, and something that goes right along with colors is your fonts. Um, I'm very, what my mom calls a font snob. Uh, I have like 500 different fonts and I maybe use like five of them, uh, for some specific things, I guess I should say. Uh, but I'm very picky about my fonts and that's what you should be on a website. Um, what we, uh, as a graphic designer, what we go with is three fonts or less. Mm -hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that three, you, you need three. I actually, um, with websites, I usually almost go two. I try to stick to more two. Uh, so like I have my header and then if I have like a subhead, maybe it's the same font as my header, but it's just not as big or not. It's not bolded, whatever it is. Um, and then you have your normal plain text. Um, and usually the plain text can be a more simpler font depending on what your website is. I know some places, you know, they do like maybe a scripty font for their header and then you do your normal text, you're not going to want that in script. You want it easily readable. And so generally you go with more of a sans serif, serif font. I'm going to say you just mentioned the script thing. Don't ever do paragraph script on a website. Oh gosh, no. Ever. Like you can do them as headers and stuff and get away with it. Mm -hmm. Never do script paragraphs on a website, on a graphic design project, any of that. It just, it does not work. And it looks... Like, script is hard enough to read as it is. You don't want to make someone sit there and try to read through two paragraphs of script. They're not going to. Yeah. Uh, and another thing that goes with it, this is just a small little tip that uh, always drove me nuts in classes because especially freshmen, they come in and this is like one I'm of I'm sure the, she's I talking swear, about me. I'm definitely talking about him. <laughs> the first thing that they do is they capitalize a script font. It is one of the rules that you just never do it. <laughs> yeah, never do all caps of the script in font. No, yeah, in no way, shape, or form can you make that look good. <laughs> no. Uh, so that's just a small little tidbit. Totally, you know, I hope you guys have figured that out yet. <laughs> like, take it or leave it, I hope you take it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, other parts of the website, you have your layout, the way that your um, client is going to read your information. Uh, you don't mm-hmm. want to, they open up the page and right there is your, our team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to throw out a random one. You need to have some kind of hier- hierarchy mm-hmm. when it comes to your content. Uh, so definitely what I would say is for like your top two that people should see is maybe your logo with maybe your catchphrase. Um, and then yep. like any major important things, like maybe a button that like, cause I know like for some fence companies, they're like, Hey, get an estimate right here. So that way, if people are going right to your site, they can see it right then and there. Um, I'll use spin markets website as an example. Mm-hmm. I just pulled it up here talking about a, a way to lay it out. So you open spinmarket.com and it's it, up at the top. You've got your nav bar and on the left side, you got your logo. And on the underneath, the first thing you see is put a new spin, put a new digital spin on your business in big font. Then underneath, it's a two two sentence synopsis of Spin Market in small text. Then a learn more button. Mm-hmm. That is when someone clicks on me. If like if I'm gonna click on a website and then click right off, 
well, then they got the, this is what they are. Yeah. Very quickly. And definitely like, uh, I guess what I think about is, um, the psychology of, uh, people, for instance, like people look at somebody and within the first five seconds or first 0.5 seconds, they've already judged you. Oh yeah. Um, and that's kind of the thing I think about with websites is your first thing that they see, they have already judged you. They have already put in maybe uh, your website's old and their first thing that they're going to think is, do I trust this website? Um, or is this website or is this business, you know, yep. is it too old fashioned depending on what your business is, whatever it might be. So um, uh, that's kind of what I think about is um, what what are my clients? What are the people that are going to be looking at the website? What is the first thing that they're going to see? And how can I draw them in right away mm-hmm. to keep looking? And you you mentioned something with, uh, which is, is kind of what we're talking about, is how do I draw them in layout and page order, but also even more than layout page order, I would say is layout, just your design. I mm-hmm. When I... The first website I did that I revamped was for our church. And at the time, it was basically a white square box with all of the information with a wheat background on the outside. And it looked very ancient and archaic. (laughs) I know that word means very old. Um, And when you look at the website, you're like, oh, this church looks out of date. Well, now when you go on there, it looks modern and up to date and everything. So even more, like there's more to it than just your layout of what information you have first, Mm -hmm. but how do you have your information put on there in a way that it's readable, it's understandable, it's bright, cheery, exciting, clean. Yeah. You know, not that I live there, but it seems like the the older generation kind of lived on this more like, okay, when I think of like the the hippies and stuff is kind of like more like meh and whimsical and whatever. (laughs) Whereas now it's like everything has... The move in like house setup in is open, clean, simple. Mm-hmm. And in a website, you almost want that. Not too simple, but open, clean, like just quick, nice. And, and it, it, I don't know if that makes any sense or not to the listeners, but to me, that's how my brain works is like, what is the movement of everyone's brain is what looks good now. Yeah. You want to keep up with the trends. Yeah. And uh, some part of that, uh, when you said clean, I made me think of pictures, which was our next topic. Uh, your pictures need to be clean. <laughs> yes. They need to be high quality. They need to look sharp. Um, I have one client that uh, had like, I swear over like 5,000 images. It seemed like <laughs> that might be a, definitely an over-exaggeration, but <laughs> you get the point. Uh, they had a lot of pictures uh, and there's a couple of things that were wrong with it. One of them being they were very low quality. Some of them were taken on their phone. Um, some of them were in portrait. Uh, so what that means is that your phone, their phone was up, was pointed straight up and down instead of taller than side. it was wider. Thank you. Uh, and so that doesn't really work for pictures on a website. Uh, again, another part of that was it wasn't good quality. But then another side of that was is the picture, the stuff in the pictures, it wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. And that's very <laughs> difficult. But, uh, and then the final thing I'll say is they had so many pictures that I knew instantly it was going to, going to slow down their website. Um, 
because all those files gathering up in your website, it's going to take every client, every person that's going to be on your website, it's going to take so much longer for it to open up, which now in today's world where we are in instant gratification, Mm -hmm. you need to be boom and it's live like boom you it's right up and going um i was i'll put this in a simple simple way is i was actually listening to it believe it or not i was listening to a racing thing today (laughs) and it kind of fits this thing is somebody said the races need to be shorter because younger people's attention span is shorter and it's like okay you just stereotyped them yes but the logic of and then, and then I was listening to somebody who goes, and I don't totally agree with them, but I do understand it's maybe not that their attention span is shorter, but that there's so many ways to bring in content now. Like in the, he was talking about how in the seventies and eighties races being long was fine because there wasn't really a lot of like other entertainment. Whereas now there's streaming services, every sports event, social media, all, and there's lots of types of social media, you know, and if your website's not going to, it's the same kind of concept of. If your website's not going to load, well, I've got all these other websites to go look at. I can just go look at a different one. Yeah, and uh, I think, I want to say it's at least at the max five seconds Oh yeah, to load. And yeah. that's like literally, I think, at the max. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely pick your pictures and be very, like, be picky about your pictures. Yes. You you don't need a ton of pictures, but then make sure they're good pictures. Yeah, definitely. Uh, And then like you have your icons that you use, which I think kind of tailors to pictures Um, that kind of need to be uniform uh, for one of our websites that we're doing. um, We're doing a lot of different icons that lead them to other areas so they can learn more information about the services that um, this company provides. And with the icons, I've been working really hard on making sure that they all look uniform in the mm-hmm. smallest little detail. Um, like the one part, it literally is like a shield and it's next to whatever the icon is that describes what it actually is. Um, and that shield needs to make sure that if it's used in another one, it is the exact same. Uh, so I think definitely with icons, they need to be uniform. Um, They need to look the same. So whether that is um, maybe they're filled or maybe they're just an outline, uh, the way that you go about doing that needs to be uniform. And this this match part, like you were saying, it goes back to pictures. Well, it goes back even further. It goes back to layout. Mm -hmm. Everything should look the same and have the same feel. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, one of the things you were, it's kind of talking about, and this is just a tip with icons in icons and pictures both is so file if you're like you don't understand how to make um one way you can save space on your website loading speed because basically the reason a website loads slow is because there's too much content too many pixels Mm -hmm. too many the file sizes are too big so one thing you can do is you're supposed to one thing you can do with a website is normally pictures that you use in graphic design are 300 ppi pixels per square inch well on a website you can get away with 72 ppi Per, so pixels per square inch. So that's almost a, what is it, like a quarter of the file size? It's Roughly, it's yeah. a quarter of the file size of what you use in graphic design. Well, that will help do it, um, load it so much faster. So you can check this stuff in like Photoshop, and I'm sure there's an app on your phone, I guess, I would guess. Mm-hmm. They have an app for everything now. <laughs> and so make sure your images are 
Um, if you have them at 72 PPI, it'll still look good, but it'll save your file size and help that load speed. And you can do that with your icons, your pictures, um, anything like that. All right, guys, that's pretty much going to wrap up this episode. This is a two-part episode, two-part series about websites. And today we talked about more of the design side behind things, uh, behind websites, I guess. Uh, but we're going to go into more depth about mainly the backside of uh, websites. So we're going to focus on your SEOs and what that is and how they can uh, affect your, how having good SEO can uh, really benefit you as a business. And also we're going to talk about uh, making it accessible to everyone. Uh, and so sometimes people with visually impairment, uh, they need specific needs catered towards them uh, for the website and how that's important uh, and why you should, you know, be more accessible to them. We're also going to talk about uh, website domains um, and what is a website domain. A lot of people don't know that I had a conversation with somebody this week and they didn't really know what a domain was, so I had to explain it to them. And uh, so we're going to explain what that is and how to decide what your web domain should be. Um, we're going to talk about stuff like mobile optimization, setting your f site up for a phone. How do you do that? Why do you do that? Um, things like that, uh, making sure all your links work, the importance of some of the stuff that people don't really think about when they look at a website, when they get to the website, a lot of stuff is getting you to it's tips to get you to the website, tips to make your website smoother, better, etc. So I hope you all will tune in next time. I know that it's going to be a very helpful episode, I think. Um, and I hope that you all learned something today. And I know you'll learn something next week. So, um, Mackenzie, maybe go ahead and refresh them. Where can they find you on social media? Uh, so you can find me uh, specifically at uh, swankyartistry.com. Swanky excuse me. Uh, on Instagram and Facebook and on LinkedIn, I am just Mackenzie Swanky. Uh, but you can find all that information, too, on our website, uh, which is spinmarket.com. And that's with two Ks. I know that we keep saying that, but we're going to keep doing that again. Uh, but it also has uh, all of our portfolios. So if you want to check us out uh, and see our portfolio websites, it's all on our website. Yep. And my social media is cj9.design, Instagram and Facebook. My LinkedIn is Caleb Westall. I don't have much posted on LinkedIn yet. I'm just starting up with that. Um, Cheryl told us this week that we got to work on that. So I'm going to work on that. Um, and then again... My portfolio is linked to our website, www.spinmarketwith2ks.com. Um, yeah, so I hope you all join us next time. Thanks for being a part of the Spin It podcast this week. Thanks for listening to the Spin It podcast. Make sure you check out our brand new website at www.spinmarket.com. That's www.spinmarket.com. And follow us on social media at Spin Market to keep up to date with all that's happening. If you'd like to sponsor an episode of the Spin It podcast, fill out the form on our website, www.spinmarket.com. And make sure you like, share, and subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels so you never miss an episode. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Spin It.